Hey everyone, this is the Teen Outlook Podcast. I'm your host, David. And I'm your co-host, Ethan. And uh, basically this podcast is just about the world through a teen perspective. We'll go through multiple topics and just give our take on things because teens aren't really listened to in the modern day media. And we think that our opinion is valid and people should kind of kind of get in their heads, kind of see the way we see things currently during all this COVID pandemic stuff and just in general. So with that being said, uh, David, if we want to hop into our first uh, topic here. We're talking about Project Hazel, the world's first COVID-19 smart mask made by Razer. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so uh, I saw this sort of uh, Project Hazel. I sort of, I thought it was pretty cool. And the first thing I thought immediately was based off the prices of the other products is what's the price going to be? Because if you look at other Razer products, they're uber expensive. They're always just a lot more expensive than the other competitors and i wonder are they going to sort of highball people on this are they going to make it affordable what do you think oh you know they're going to highball it come on razor make being the only one making a smart mask you know a mask going to be like it's going to be like airpods in 2018 super overpriced and not worth it razors are known for being the apple of gaming accessories and that's that's their title and they're gonna they're gonna keep marching proudly with that name that's i don't think that's going to stop soon Especially since they're the only company that's that has a smart mask. Yeah, that's true. But one thing that I do think is pretty cool is that they're sort of adding like a speaker into it. So uh, me personally, whenever I'm at work and I'm talking to customers, they can't exactly hear me all the time and I can't hear them. But this, it sort of amplifies your voice so people can hear you. But then that also brings the struggle of like, is it actually safe? Because of course, with a speaker, it's not fully blocked. So... Is that going to cause problems? Well, I think with a microphone, if it's digital, I don't think it'll be a problem. But my my biggest question is like, if they do highball the price, because I can easily see an adult standpoint on this being that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. What am I looking at? True. But yeah, I think for the most part, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Like I personally, I would buy it. I would buy it with my money. But I know my mom would definitely not approve of me buying that and would call it a waste of money because of just how it looks like. It, it has RGB for God's sake. But I mean, that is, I mean, that's just a razor thing that you like. The RGB doesn't come with it. It comes with the RGB. Like it's just, if you can't buy a razor product and it not have RGB, that's just razor's thing. It's a groove. Yeah. So all this talking about masks kind of gets us into our next topic, which is the COVID global pandemic at hand. Yeah, that is what you, a. You think, what are your thoughts? Definitely a interesting situation we're in. Uh, it's it's happened before in the past, but not on this sort of scale where the entire world just shut down, the economy is just frozen, people don't know what to do, and of course, well, we've been in this pandemic for about a year now, so people are starting to get used well, to it. But I see, think, look. I think that, look, people are kind of misinformed because this definitely has happened before. And in 1920, you had the Spanish influenza, which killed 50 50 million people and infected, I think it was like 500 million. I could be wrong, but we've had mass pandemics where people have had to wear masks before. But what makes this pandemic special in a bad way, obviously, is the you'd think we would have gone far enough in these hundred years to be able to prevent an airborne virus that kills a lot of people 
from spreading, especially with all the air travel and how easily we get around countries these days. You, there's no real way to contain a, a global pen. Like if Ebola was airborne, it, that just comes to tell you that if a, if a even more deadly virus came and it was airborne, we would be in a lot of trouble. But I think a lot of it comes down to the handling of it by each government. True, because I've seen videos of students in China that are back to full scale in person school, no masks. They're like, COVID doesn't exist for them anymore because they like as soon as as COVID sort of like broke out and they were in like scared about what to do, they just shut down immediately. They had we'll see that that is a I I think that's a problem that they shut down so quickly. That that's just a show of how authoritarian and evil the Chinese government is like there's videos of the Chinese soldiers on the streets beating people half to death to get back into their houses like if you look at Wuhan pictures of Wuhan just after the outbreak though there's no one on the street they were forced to yeah. starve in their homes they were like if you left your house you'd get killed because it was that serious yeah. to them but I guess there's sort of there needs to be a middle ground because in the United States people are just all dilly dally oh let's go to the well, park. see if if see the problem is if you just wore masks and socially distance look masks aren't amazing they, they don't protect you mm. from everything but there are some ignorant people who believe that masks don't work at all and that's just not true they're proven to work mm. because a the the molecule of, ox of oxygen is smaller than the molecule of covid which travels through spit so it, it does work to an extent, but people are ignorant and decide that it didn't work. I don't know how they decided that, but that is the that's the problem in this country, at least. Yeah. And any kids that are born this year are going to be COVID babies because of uh, non-social distancing. It's <laughs> definitely something that people should follow. But, you know, as you said, some people are just ignorant, don't think it's real. I, I don't know, man. Like, the people that don't think it's real, you have your opinion, but it's been proven that this is, it's not a joke anymore. Like, we've been in this for a year. You should know that those stats, those stats are, for the most part, they're legit. People are dying from this virus. And they're, getting, they're definitely getting worse, too. It's not like it's getting yeah. better. Mm -hmm. Which is the sad part, is that we've been in, been in this for a year, and you think by now, at least six months ago which would be like halfway through you think it'd be getting better but it's getting worse because it started to go down and then people saw that the numbers were going down and they started going back to normal life and as soon as that happened the numbers just went straight up cases yeah. were going up yep 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 so since we are still you know teenage guys i did want to bring a topic that people our age could relate to and that's the absolutely miraculous failure of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh man! Now, what are your opinions on that? Because I know you bought the game day one, like I did. I know yeah. you did, or like you got a game shirt or whatever. But I know we both got the game day one. So yeah, whenever the game came out, right? I, I heard there were lots of issues with driver, where people had to go through and reinstall stuff just was a lot of it was just a big mess because people got the game they were all hyped up for they saw the trailers they were ready and then as soon as it launched it was just it was bad like bad. really bad i personally i've never really had any problems with it but i think that's because i have a really beefy computer 
Mm -hmm. Even then, I have to run it at all those settings to get 60 FPS, which is not good, but... Yeah. And I think also it was mainly console players, because the console players had it the worst, because it was like the people wanted the game because they've been waiting for it for like what seven years now and they wanted the game because they've been rushing um i forgot what company made it but they've been rushing them for years and they finally just they just released it and then the people were complaining because it wasn't done in the companies yeah it's not you can't fully blame cd project red this is definitely the fan base's fault like they demanded the game I know if it was up to CD Projekt Red, I can guarantee you they would have delayed the game again. But there was a lot of backlash. Yeah. There were I heard that there were death threats sent to the company. So like, I like I don't think that CD Red will will get any lawsuits. I think that they probably should have. They were under a lot of pressure and they probably made a rash decision. But I think Cyberpunk will eventually once they come out with their online mode. I feel like it'll age well. Yeah. I definitely feel like it'll grow with the people. The people will sort of get used to it. Be like, well, this is what we get. We rushed a company that needed more time to work on a game that was supposed to be sort of this game of the game. Yeah, game of the decade. It was supposed to be the game up there with Detroit Become Human. It was supposed to be that uber realistic game that everyone wanted, but you know they rushed it, and that's what they get. Yep. So yeah, they throw fit. Speaking of rushing things, it feels like we are rushing through high school and sort of transitioning into getting close to going to college and becoming adults. How do you feel about that? Fun. Uh, you know, it's never really fun. I feel like I'm kind of feel like I'm in a decent place, pretty good place to go to college and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Adults is not a word I like to hear. Um, you know, we lead a we lead a, a simple life for now. It's true, simple life right now until uh, it plops into the real world and then it all becomes clear. And I, I think that's the problem with a a lot of parents that want you, like pe- us people our our age to do good in school. It's like, like but but if we don't have a balance, then we're we're gonna die because like after high school, it, it's done. Uh, the the way it's been painted out for us, at least, like it's just. You got college, you got you got some freedom, and then after that it's just work, work, work. So Yeah. It's it's best if we take advantage of our time we currently have and get good at some things. You know, have fun. So it's pretty hard with the pandemic. Yeah, that is true. Pandemic sort of makes everything difficult. Yeah. I mean my current plan is to just go to like some mid to top tier college and I don't know. You know, computer engineering. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid. Personally, I'm looking at a few schools doing mechanical engineering. That's uh, always nice. But yeah, transitioning into adults is, from what I've seen from other people, because you know we're still teens, but they say that it is definitely the most eye-opening part of life. That sort of helps you mature and see the world from a different lens yeah yeah you know this might be a surprise topic but i would you we both mentioned engineering and i'm really feeling some robotic stock i'll be fully honest with you see me and david here we're uh we're drivers on uh, frc 5431 um what are your uh what are your thoughts on possibly not having a season i think it's kind of sad 
I think it's also sad. And for those of you who have never heard of FRC, FRC stands for First Robotics Competition. Uh, First is a company that sort of does engineering challenges and forms of robotics. And we're sort of in, we do the challenge, which is like for the high school students. And basically what they'll do is they'll have two teams, um, two sort of alliances and three robots with those teams. And you sort of compete with whatever challenge they have. And this year, because due to COVID, there's sort of a lack of a challenge. They sort of recycled the one from last year. But I think that with a little bit more polishing, then it would become a bit more interesting. But as of right now, not too sure. And with that, we're going to transition into our top 10 of the week. This week, we're going to talk about top 10 teenage phrases and what they mean. All right. So down at number 10, you got bruh, right? So bruh is what someone like me would say instead of what. So if you say, um, I don't know, I got top 10 in a game, I'd be like, bruh, because I don't really care. So I feel like that encompasses the bruh. It's like a what or it could be an I don't care. All right, number nine, we have cap and no cap. If someone says, hey, do this and I'll give you some money, it'll be like, I bet no cap. Basically, that means like, like no cap means like no lie. Cap means like lie. Like if someone says like, hey, I have a million dollars in the bank, it'd be like cap. And they'd be like, are you capping? Be like, no cap. Basically, that means they're saying, no, they have a million dollars in the bank. All right, so number eight is calling a guy a Chad, right? Saying, oh, that guy's a Chad. With that saying, you know, he looks like he has a lot of money. He looks like he's cool. He looks like he's fresh. This is just a stereotype. You know, Chads look like they're fresh, look like they're cool. See a guy that's cool and fresh, immediately think his name is Chad. Off the bat, no questions asked. His name is Chad. At number seven, we have get that bag, basically. It's if someone says get that bag, it means go get your money, get your money up, make sure you're successful in life. Basically, that means that's it. Just get your bag. All right. So six is K, just the letter K. If you're texting, you know, someone or if you're texting your children and they just put the letter K, that means they could not give less of a crap what you're saying. That means stop talking. That means like they just don't care for most people. There are some people that'll put K at like unironically as a as a as shortened version of OK. But typically K means like if you say K in real life, that just means I don't care. Lots of I don't cares in this list. Wait, who? Wait, who what? Cares. That brings us to number five. We have the who cares me. Basically, if someone says who and they're extremely sarcastic, it means that they could not care less about the conversation. And that they're there really just to troll you. And that you probably shouldn't fall for this unless you're having a legitimate conversation. So at four, we have poggers. Now, this just means like something cool just happened and you say poggers. Now, it's getting kind of old, in my opinion. I think it got kind of old. It's kind of dying out, but you know, we still say it, you know, pog, pog champ, poggers. It's an emote on a streaming service called Twitch. It's a pretty popular, pretty popular saying. All right, number three, we have say less. Now, this is sort of like if someone says, hey, can you get this for me? You're just going to be like, say less. It means like, say no more. I'll do it for you right now. No problem. I got you. Basically sort of like, 
That's it. I'll do it right now. All right. So number two, we got bet. Someone asks you if they want to go hang out. You want to go eat some Chick-fil-A? You say bet. We don't. We like to shorten our words. We like to make sure that people know what we're doing. So if you approve of something, if you want to do something with someone, they, they pitch something and you're like, all right, let's do it. You say, all right, bet. And coming in at our number one, we have the phrase, I'm coming. Now, let's say you're sitting at your game, you're just playing on your game, and your parents call you and they say, come here, we need, some, we need you to do something, and you say, I'm coming. Basically, parents, that means they're not. They'll take about 30 minutes because they're occupied. So that means that if you need them to do something now, you should have asked them 30 minutes earlier, 30 minutes in advance, do that later. And with that, that concludes our top 10 of the week. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of I don't cares in this top 10. But that last point brings us right into our next topic, which is general respect between children and parents. Now, I think that especially that I'm coming, which is that last phrase that kids say when they're typically an online game. And what a lot of parents understand is that you cannot pause an online game. An online game is a game that is active. You have sometimes over 150 people playing on one server. That game does not stop. It will keep going whether your child is paused or not. So I think that the respect really comes in. If say if you call your child down for dinner and they say, I'm coming, you have to like, I I would say you'd have to respect them or it, it, it kind of, we feel not almost oppressed when when like you just shut off the internet or say come down now in the middle of a game like we didn't know you were gonna make dinner 20 minutes early we couldn't really guess so you know what are your thoughts on it yeah well i think personally i think yeah that's true it feels like sometimes you can't feel oppressed well i feel like it goes both ways if if a kid's playing an online game parents should be like okay well if it's if it's eating it's not bothering me when they eat they eat whenever they want to eat but also if they if the parent needs them to do something they are under their roof so they do have to go do it but i guess you know it goes both ways so it's sort of like a coin flip whether they should go and help them then or they should wait you know i guess some parents are different from other parents i think that um respect always goes both ways regardless if it's between friend and friend or parent and child and true even if you think that like making their game end no matter what is not going to have any repercussions like it's slowly it'll it'll they'll think something different of you it won't be big they won't really care that much they'll just come back and keep playing but it's it's all about that that respect it goes two ways yeah and it's always important to have that mutual respect between parents and children but also between the social gap of the sort of generation now there's sort of a feud between like gen z gen x and y all those all these new generations and then there's the boomers and sort of everyone's clashing heads on which one is the best and where's what screwed it up and honestly i think that everyone needs to just put away their difference come together because in reality we're all human beings like this is well of course there's certain ways and situations that we deal with different but the at the end of the day, we're all human. Like, it's got to be some peace somewhere. Yeah, I mean, and I agree. Like, but uh, I think the main the main thing about social differences in today's society is like that we have to understand that as a, uh, generations are different and they're going to handle things differently. 
things are gonna happen differently. I remember sometimes I hear I hear parents saying, "Oh, I, I know what you're doing," because back in my day, like that doesn't necessarily work. the The technological difference between now and the '80s is astronomical. I can pull a a computer a hundred times the power of a computer in the '80s out of my pocket and have access to the entire world of the internet from there. I think that times have never been changed like they have in the past 40 years and i think that's it's going to be difficult to understand but necessary that it's going to continue evolving at that really rapid rate that's true technology is sort of rapidly evolving and i guess a surprise topic to you would be how far do you see technology advancing because over the past few decades we've seen technology go from computers being entire rooms to your phone fitting in your pocket and like you said having the entire internet at your at your reach but like for us it looks like we peak but what do you think it's going to look like in the next 10 20 years um you know i don't want to get too specific but with nvidia's 30 series cards and everything it looks like we're not stopping it looks like if anything we are rapidly increasing the rate of which we are evolving our technology um, like it went from the 80s to the to the 2000s that's 20 years you the phone went from a brick to a flip phone and then in 10 years from 2000 to 2010 the phone went from a brick to a literal super smartphone and then in another 10 years you literally have the new galaxy s21 with 16 gigabytes of ram Computers these days have 16 gigabytes of RAM. Computers 10 years ago had four. Mm -hmm. It's it's I think it's incredible the speed that we're going at right now, um, technologically. Uh, I think Men on the Moon is supposed to be like 2030, and that's not even because of technological restraints. That's just because of trial and error testing, and you know Elon Musk is trying to land people back, trying not to waste a rocket. Uh, SpaceX mainly going for commercial space flight instead of space exploration and NASA has been kind of slow lately. So I think that in general, I think that technology is not going to slow down, especially with the um, just all the new fields. Well, we're in a relatively undiscovered era of technology right now. Uh, we, we don't know how hard we can push things. We, we think of the RTX 3090 as a god, but imagine if you fit the... A, a room full of 3090s what could you do with a room full of 3090s or just one pcb the size of a room with that many transistors and that many tpus and, and cuda cores like if you really think about it we, we really not we've barely scraped the surface of the technology we can we can have currently that's true and i definitely feel like with the whole nasa and spacex doing well just spacex doing commercial flights i feel like that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because like you said nasa's been quite kind of quiet and i feel like of course you know covid's a thing and since nasa technically isn't like essential to our daily life they don't they don't necessarily have to work but i feel like the people that are working from home i don't know i mean they, they could be they could be cooking up something really cool or they could just be waiting to see what other countries are working on because right now there hasn't been much in the news about any breakthroughs and yeah. rocket science anything that they're changing any new rockets that they're working on but spacex is going completely commercial seeing them on youtube ads all the time see them on instagram they're always promoting new things working on new vehicles always pushing the limit i feel like if there's anyone to sort of have that breakthrough in technology it's going to be spacex they're and I 
Elon Musk is hungry. Yeah, and that's what I was, I was about to get into that is how I think Elon Musk deserves an incredible amount of praise for uh, like just himself, like just him existing and doing what he does has furthered our technology so much from Tesla an electric car company now being the most valued car company like that is that is insane that that's on that would have been unheard of if you told, us, if you told someone 10 years ago that a an electric car company named tesla was going to be the biggest car company they would have called you crazy yeah same thing yeah like saying saying that commercial space flight was in our not our, necessarily in our reaches but in our in our potential timeline like our, our technology it continues to evolve and i don't think it's going to stop anytime soon especially not when you have billionaire funding and uh i think that i think that concludes our uh, our first episode of teen outlook yeah so everyone at home have a nice one and we'll see you next week <laughs>